Hello, 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 hello. It's episode two of Lit Lockdown. Yes, we've got a name. I'm not 100% happy with it, but it's better than... It's better than what we had before. So we're going to go with that for now. But it's a working title. Last episode, I cut the... You might have noticed those 20 listeners or so that I've had... Thank you, by the way, and thanks for all the feedback. Um, I'm glad some people have enjoyed it. Um, I did cut it short because, I'll be honest, I ruined the second part. I spoke for about 90 seconds on the next song, which was meant to be um, Tion Wayne's I Don't Know. And he has Duchavelli and Stormzy on that as well. But I'd been speaking constantly for about 15 minutes. There was absolutely no cut and paste on the last one. It was just a a stream of consciousness, if you like. So I got to a stage where I was sort of stumbling over my words more than I was in the first bit. Most of stumbling... Sorry, I'm just going to pause that background music for now. Most of the um, stumbling last time was me wrestling with misogyny and violence which I suppose will happen in most weeks if we're going to look at this sort of music. But that's all right. We'll 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 try our best to tackle the topics but in a way that hopefully isn't insensitive. What we're we going to look at this week, well that instrumental was Tinchy Strider's Game Over. Um we're not listening to that, maybe in the future we can. That's Tinchy Strider and many other rappers. Um, an artist on that track but this week we're going to look at uh, one of the requests we had which was Talking the Hardest by Giggs now for those who don't know Giggs is an artist who has this sort of slow chilled out very deep um, delivery uh, and by deep I mean sort of the the pitch of his voice if you like um, the tone that he delivers it in anyway you'll hear that as we go through. Let's jump straight in anyway. We're going to listen to, again, chunks of the song or the poem. And, you know, I might not do the whole song because it it can get a bit tedious at times. Although, this is one that I know pretty well. Giggs was quite popular in the late noughties, early tens. And I think these um maybe late noughties is a bit early actually yeah probably early tens i actually saw gigs perform at liquid in maidstone which is pretty pretty weird but it it was good i wore a run dmc t-shirt i don't know what i was doing i was trying to be cool on a night out everyone else is wearing their best all saints shirt or Ralph Lauren, and there I am with a run deer, a fake, it was probably not even a real merchandise one, it was probably Fruits of the Loom printed run DMC t-shirt, but that was, you know, back when I was cool, I'm not so cool anymore, but we'll have a look at this song, and we'll have a listen, anyway, let's listen to the first sort of, I don't know, 10 or so seconds. If you're talking the hardest, geeks better pop up in your thoughts as an artist, Jeez. In the market, everybody wants to know where walking the park is. Walking the party, sporting the money. Half of the crowds all snorting my Charlie. Shorted the bar, time to sort the banani. Chicks looking at me like, talk to me, darling. Right, we'll pause there. 
these intros from these artists, I always found there's never any hanging about. And I said that about Unknown T last time. If anything, he should have called himself Well-Known T because he he boasts about how um, how popular and how dangerous he is. Anyway, we're talking about Giggs here. Now, Giggs says, if you're talking the hardest, Giggs better pop up in your thoughts as an artist. Now, the superlative hardest here means, I think, best rapper or best spitter. Um, you know, he goes in hard. He's the hardest. And it's a superlative means it can't be topped. Hardest is the absolute top of its field or, or best best rapper. So he almost says it as a threat, doesn't he? Gigs better pop up in your thoughts as an artist. Um, the one thing, well, one of the many things I do like about this track is the little sort of ways he punctuates his own his own lyrics by going things like jeez or <clears throat> uh, these sort of they almost replace full stops at times which is which i find fascinating and it's it's almost a gig's trademark that that jeez at the end of lines so it says gigs better pop up in your thoughts as an artist jeez and then he's taunting the market Everybody wants to know where Walk in the Park is. Now, Walk in the Park, I believe, was one of his mixtapes or albums. So he's saying that people are in, in great anticipation of his next track, his next um, album, if you like. He then claims how he walks in the party sporting Armani. So he's got he's got brands, he's got money to spend on high-end labels. And then he says, half of the crowds are snorting my Charlie. Um, I thought people who deal drugs might want to be a bit more discreet, but I've learned from Unknown T, you know, bag up that spinach, he said. And um, Giggs here says, boasts about how he sells cocaine, Charlie being a slang term for it. He sells cocaine to many people. And he's in a party where he supplies a lot of those people. The next bit, we, we go into misogyn misogyny number one, if you like, of the track. And there's plenty of it, unfortunately. But I think we need to tackle it at times. He says, sorted the bar, time to sort the panani. So he's he's following this process where he sorts the bar. I think that means he's he's bought everyone drinks. He, you know, he's, he's splashed that cash. He's looked after everyone here probably of the money he's made off said people um, from selling them drugs. And he says, time to sort the punani. Now, I think, you know, that's, that's an example of metonymy. Um, metonymy is a technique used where you use part of something to represent a whole, and it can tell us a number of things. So a, a typical metonymy, I, I don't know, let's say soon-to-be ex-president Donald Trump was on a tour to Britain and he brought his hired guns with him. The guns are just part of bodyguards, aren't they? But they, they are used to represent that. And we mention guns to remind people that, you know, he's coming armed or he's coming with protection. And in this case, he used um, gigs, uses the metonymy Punani. And he places emphasis on what he perhaps sees as the most important part of a woman 
which is a shame. I think it's a great shame. I think Punani, maybe in sort of Hawaiian culture, might have been a sort of beautiful flower or something like that. I might be wrong there. But anyway, etymology aside, it's not really what you should label a woman by. He then goes on to call women chicks. Chicks looking at me like, talk to me, darling. So he's claiming that they're they're giving him the eye. They want him to come over. Um, And then he he ends that with another G's. So a high-pitched G's um, to to sort of back up. um, And probably big up his own lines there. Let's carry on. Right. Um hollering at man, winking, smiling, and wanna attack man. I think that's an interesting tricolon there. Well, I suppose it's more than that. Maybe a tetracolon with hollering, winking, smiling and want to attack man. But it's an interesting combo. Winking and smiling often perhaps friendly actions. But in this sense, there could be a bit of sinister, a bit of a sinister undertone to it. Um, Maybe. I don't know. But hollering at man. uh, The idea of people hollering... um, I think of TLC, no scrubs, trying to holler at me. That's maybe trying to get a girl to get with them or, you know, vice versa. Anyway, he says, Winking, smiling and want to attack man. I think these lighties loving my black gang. You see this a lot in um, rap, UK rap sort of song. They talk about light skin girls a lot of the time. Um, I think back to maybe Tiago Silva. Uh, by Dave and AJ Tracy where they talk about one named Jordan one named Stacy uh, about two lighties um, skin skin tone is a, a focal point in these tracks and that, perhaps that light skin tone contrasts with when he uh, gig states everyone's suit the same colour as Batman's so he's saying that people are dressing in black, um, and Gig's Gig's own gang, which was called SN One, they always they were sort of known as the Black Gang. I think not just perhaps their skin tone, but also the the way that they dressed. So he's he makes that link to Batman, who of course, uh, especially modern depictions of Batman, you think of the Christopher Nolan Batman are very gothic and dark um they listen to they listen to the sort of uh sorry they wear that sort of dark color um after that he says uh, there's a bit there's a little bit there i'm going to jump down a bit he says anybody thinks that they can talk to my click will end up covered in red like a portion of chips <laughs> um now interesting simile there and maybe not everyone likes ketchup on their chips but what he's saying is that don't 
don't try and come and talk to my team because you'll be end you'll end up beaten and bloody. Um, but yeah, interesting that he likens them to a portion of chips. We learn something about gigs. Maybe he likes to smother his chips with red sauce. We'll see. Um, let's let's listen to a bit more. We're not going to listen to the whole thing, but we'll um, we'll listen to a bit more and see what we come up with. I've already been speaking for about 13 minutes, so let's have a look. <coughs> Pour me a drink, big fur jacket, that's the force of a pimp. Yeah. I used to be quiet, did that saw anything? So I had to run right when I bought me a ting. Walk with my ting, peddling morphine. Them times that I was licking out more green. Skip couple years, all seven a story. Now I'm hollow man, it's some heavy Dior jeans. <coughs> Bitch niggas looking for glory. Wanna be free so they can tell you a story It'll get bloody and it'll get gory Clapped in the net like a mandarin saw free Yeah, I got my sutton death on me So much traps, I'll have a weaponry OG Feds try and nick me for a murder But it could have been the man that had the weapon before me Right, pause there, lots to take in Um, I almost want to jump to the end bit there there's there's so much mystery behind this bit of um this sort of this lyric here. Feds try and nick me for a murder, but it could have been the man that had the weapon before me. So many questions are coming from this. Um Violence is a key motif again in and and it will be in most tracks that we look at, I imagine. And so is uh, this sort of hyper masculine, hypersexual language that we see. Um Let's go back, let's sort of rewind a bit. He says, pour me a drink. Again, they love the imperatives, don't they, um, these artists? Because they're powerful, they demand respect. Pour me a drink, come on, I'm the boss here. Big fur jacket, that's the thoughts of a pimp. And you've got that sort of archetypal view of what a pimp might look like, almost strolling around with a cane in one hand and a big white fur jacket. And that's the sort of vibe that Giggs feels his his swagger and his and his um gait and demeanour is giving off. He said it used to be quiet and it doesn't surprise me with Giggs. He seems like he's not sort of in your face character like, I don't know, Temper T or uh, maybe Dizzy Rascal from back in those days, uh would have been sort of more loud and um like like I already said, in your face. But he says, so I had to run what had to run riot when I bought me a ting. So a ting is a weapon, um, a gun, I imagine. Because he he says about he says about feds trying to nick me for a murder, but it could have been the man who had the weapon before me. It could be a knife, could be a gun, but I think it is a gun in this sense. Um, you make more of a thing about buying a gun than you perhaps would a knife because I could go into Debenhams tomorrow and buy some kitchen knives or something. Doesn't mean I've suddenly got a ting. He talks about how he used to pedal morphine and licking out more green. So he, he he's dabbled in lots of drugs, really, gigs, which is, you know, quite unnerving. He sells... He sold morphine and, and, and green, which is, of course, cannabis. But he's also, half of the crowd's all snorting his Charlie as well. Um, now he's uh, boasting of how 
you know, back in those days, he was selling the odd thing. He had a weapon. He started building up his reputation. But now skip a few years forward, and now he's wearing heavy Dior jeans. Um, again, showing off his designer brands. After that, he talks about a bit more violence. It will get bloody and it will get gory. Um, again, just like, and I keep bringing in parallels to last episode with Unknown T, who says, them man run and retreat. And they've got that repetition. That's basically the same thing said twice, tautology. It will get bloody and it will get gory. And that shows... He he highlights the extent of the violence that will occur. Um, and to 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 amplify that further, Giggs uses a popular reference in the form of um, Saw Three, which is a film, a horror film. I've only seen Saw One and Two, I think, with the old um, what was it, Jigsaw. Hello, Paul. You are a perfectly healthy, sane, middle-class male, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think there's like Saw eight hundred and five now, isn't it? Every every Halloween, it seems to come out. But anyway, in Saw three, apparently um, Amanda gets clapped in the neck, um, which I imagine's a scene where, which is pretty pretty rough if she's been hit in the jugular or something like that. So he's saying, look. If you mess with me, you're going to have the same fate as this Amanda from Saw 3. Um, so don't don't muck around. And he ends that with a G's as well. Um, let me let me just jump down. And, and this will be it, I think, because I, I, I don't want to carry on rambling about this. But he says, Feds try and nick me for a murder. But it could have been the man. It could have been the man that had the weapon before me. Um and I did a bit of research on this because I was intrigued by the sort of mystery of the man, Giggs. And I read that he actually did go to prison for possessing a firearm. Now, lots of people go to prison, um, and you see it in films as well, they 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 always um, demand that they're, that they're innocent and they maintain their innocence despite being sort of sentenced to to a lengthy to a lengthy prison sentence but he says um you know the police are wrong here it could have been anyone it could have been the man who had the weapon before me i just bought this weapon um so he's despite saying i don't there's a lot of contradictory sort of there's a lot of contradictory comments, isn't there? He's saying how he's going to clap you in the neck, he'll stab you up, he'll, you know, it'll get bloody and it'll get gory. But then he's trying to say, well, actually, I didn't do a murder. I haven't murdered someone. Uh, it could have been the man who had the weapon for me. I'm not being funny, Giggs, but if you were in a court of law and you said all this stuff, yeah, I'll stab you, I'll, I'll cut you up, it'll get bloody, and then you're trying to protest your innocence... I don't know. I feel like um, Giggs isn't the smartest cookie out there. That's not me sending for Giggs, absolutely not, because I wouldn't want to get clapped in the neck either, um, and I don't think he'll ever hear this. But at the same, on the same token, I think not the cleverest um, 
not the cleverest way of getting out of being in trouble. Anyway, I think I've rambled on enough. Um, that's half of talking the hardest anyway. Um, I hope you've enjoyed episode two. Thanks for your feedback, those who've listened. I did ramble a bit at the end there. Most of it's rambling, to be honest. But anyway, I'm going to stop now. Thanks for listening. I'll plough out some more episodes at some point. And until I get bored of it, until you're bored of it, I'll keep going, I think. I've got lots of requests in the pipeline. If you think of any other requests, please let me know. Um, just give me a text, talk to me on Instagram or something, or message me on Anchor, which is the app that I'm doing on here. Sometimes I feel a bit like I rhyme with that word, but there you go. Thanks a lot. See you later.